Hi, and welcome to Veg Out, the Toronto Vegetarian Podcast. This is your weekly discussion of all things vegan and vegetarian in Toronto. My name is Jeanette, and I'm here today, joined today by John. We come to you every week from the offices of the Toronto Vegetarian Association, and we're heard on CJRU 1280 AM, The Scope, Ryerson's campus and community station. That's right, we're a podcast and a radio show, hmm. old media and new media. And if you don't know, the Toronto Vegetarians mission, Toronto Vegetarian Association's mission is to inspire people to choose a healthier, greener, and more compassionate lifestyle through plant-based eating. And on today's episode, we're going to do a little bit of a spring preview of some events that you can attend, um, some food you can eat, and we'll also be talking a little bit about traveling, just some general spring previewing, uh, including some uh, gardening tips as well. So these are, I know it's really, really cold out today. Today's Saturday and it's like minus yeah. 15 outside, but we are looking forward to spring. So I guess the first big event that we should talk about is the Vegan Bake Off, the totally fabulous Vegan Bake Off, which is happening on March 19th. So what is uh, your involvement in the Bake Off this year? Uh, to sit back and kind of be in awe of the whole thing. I can't believe it's the ninth annual. That, to me, is wild. Um, so it's, it's great that it's been around for such a long period of time now, and it's obviously going very successfully, and it just seems like it gets bigger and better on a yearly basis. There's always room to um, try to... to build on it from previous years, which seems like it's a consistent theme for the past nine years now. Um, my involvement is that I'm up in the air. I don't know what's going on at the present moment. What ends up happening is that if you want to volunteer at it, which I'm all for helping out at, you kind of just send the volunteer coordinator an email indicating, you know what, I want to help out. And then they'll let you know what type of position you might be um, involved with. So there are a large number of different uh, you know, avenues that you can take with volunteering there. Usually I've been kind of like the security guy at the door. You've been the muscle. Yeah, which is kind of <laughs> comical because you know, in the track and field world, I'm definitely not one of the shot put big strong guys. I'm, I'm you know, fleet foot distance runner sort of thing. So um, yeah, it's, I've, I've played that role and... Um, you know, it's always the same thing on a yearly basis where it's a good idea to show up early um, because, you know, the if you're there early, you get in line a little bit early, your probably wait time is a little bit less. Yeah, um, you have first access to the tables exactly. that open up. So, uh, yeah, so I guess we should, we'll do a little bit of a preview for people who have not gone before and some tips and some reminders for those of you who are veterans. So this year, the event is in a different space. Yeah. It is at the Artscape, which would Barnes, which is very exciting. It's a very beautiful space and it's larger. And that's at Christie, Christie and DuPont. Mm -hmm. So because the uh, the event is in a larger space, we also have a marketplace this year. There's yes. going There are going to be vendors. So some of the vendors, uh, I'm just going from memory here, uh, Sudsatorium, uh, who are uh, local like vegan um, cosmetics and body care products. And they're, I'm very excited about that because I'm actually running low on some of their products <laughs> and I need to restock. They, uh, the, the owner, like they, they recognize me now. <laughs> they can see me coming. They're like, oh, here's the thing that you like. Um, so they're going to be there. I know uh, Chic Peas, who are a favorite uh, caterer. That's uh, They've also 
are a vendor at the uh, Veg Food Fest. They also recognize me. I don't know. I guess I have a distinctive face. I don't know. <laughs> um, so they're going to be there as well. Uh, uh, I believe uh, there's going to be coffee as well. Yeah. So uh, coffee and tea, so hot beverages will be for sale. So uh, so it's very exciting. So we're going to have some vendors, some savory food, uh, and some things you can can shop uh, in between your uh, stuffing your face. I, it's my understanding that the vendors open up at one o'clock, and the actual bake off opens up at two o'clock. So if you get there early, as opposed to just kind of standing in line. You can have someone save your place and then you can walk over, grab your coffee or check out the different vendors and then come back to your spot in line sort of thing. I, th- I think that's kind of how they have it uh, envisioned. And I think it's a great idea. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of the plan, I think, for this particular year. And again, it, it is. It's one of those things where we we do our best to take feedback from those people who are involved whether it's from a volunteer level or whether you're just kind of there for the first time. So if you've if you got feedback, you know, it's more than welcome to always uh, give because we do want to make sure that our events are improving and kind of, you know, making sure that everyone is as happy as possibly can be, um, you know, which might be a difficult thing when you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of people on a sugar rush all at the same time in a small enclosed area, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Some of those people being children as well. Yes, exactly. Um, so. Yes, I remember taking my family like the first year. I think the the very first comment was, where's the coffee? So I'm really excited about that addition yeah. this year because it just, you know, you have sweet things and coffee kind of goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I think uh, last time I was on the podcast, I said I wasn't sure if I was going to bake and I actually, I'm going to bake this year. Look at that. Excellent. I I don't know. I <laughs> Do we have a, can we get a preview in terms sure. of what you're baking? Okay. Yeah. You know, I think I had mentioned before, I'm like, I don't know what to bake because there's there are a few things that I bake really well. And uh, Anna, one of our other podcast hosts, uh, is uh, from Portuguese background. And, and so am I. She said, make Portuguese custard tarts, which are the most difficult thing in the world to make even non-vegan and then I'm like, no, that's not that's not going to happen. Like a hundred vegan custard tarts, like that's not going to happen. Um, so I decided to bake uh, uh, bourbon banana bread, which is something wow. I make for my work colleagues, and they love it. And uh, it's something that you know I've learned over the the past couple of years of baking. Try and try and go with, uh, something with a little more simplicity. I think is is more. Um, better for your stress level, I think. So I'm just going to make like a big sheet pan of this bourbon banana bread. I'm going to triple the recipe. I'm going to have like a cinnamon frosting that I've made many, many times before. I do like a holiday cookie with this cinnamon frosting, so I know it works really well. So I'm going to um, add that to the, the banana bread to make it a little special. And that's it. Yeah. I don't know why I, this is the second time I've done awesome. kind of a boozy thing. And I, so I'm a little bit, not everyone likes the boozy thing. So I'm a little bit hesitant about that, but you know what? It's something that I love. And it's something that's a little bit different too. Right? It's something that I know cool. my, my coworkers who are my, um, my test subjects, they, they love as well. So we yeah. should also mention as well too, while we're on the, the baking piece is that, uh, one of the benefits of working and volunteering in the resource center is that sometimes you have very um, good treats that are left behind for us to sort of be the test subjects for. So Barbie this morning left us some uh, cupcakes, and uh, I think there was three of them, and we kind of looked at each other and we're like, maybe we should cut that into three slices. Yeah, there are three of us here today. So we want to make sure that, uh, you know, that there wasn't like a, a... 
a huge sugar rush to start the shift per se. But Barbie, I will say that uh, overall, I was I was quite pleased with them. I think my response was, "Holy crap, that's good." Um, you know, I think that. Uh, Nathan and Jeanette provided a little more critique and maybe a little more sophisticated of a response than what my response was, but uh, that no, was but that was my general response to them. But that's kind of what you want—the first, your initial bite of an of of something of a sweet treat. Holy crap, that's good. That's. That's, that's, the, what, that's, that's what you can put on the side of the box, you know, holy crap, that's good, I, John. I, I tend not to watch a lot of those, like, baking shows and cooking shows where you have, like, the very sophisticated uh, chefs and judges kind of sitting there, like, all very stone-faced. I kind of just let my emotions flow when it comes to these types of things. So, so Barbie, in all honesty, that was my, my general response. So... Mm-hmm. Two thumbs up with that one. Yeah, if you don't know, Barbie is our trusted and beloved volunteer coordinator here at the Toronto Vegetarian Association. So and one heckle of a baker. Yes. <laughs> so if, if you ever want to volunteer, um, you would be reaching out to her and you can email her volunteer at veg.ca. Yeah. And so she would be uh, wrangling some of the Bake Off volunteers. Awesome. Right now, that would be the big project. Yep. So the tickets are on sale now, and they are quickly running out. So please, if you're just thinking about it at all, I would suggest buying the ticket now because, uh, I mean, I feel pretty confident saying it'll probably sell out. I would almost guarantee it. So So, so even if you buy it and then you can't go, there's always people last minute looking for for tickets. So for sure. um, So. So. So you can always sell it after or give it away. I don't know if capacity is bigger than it has been in previous years because of the new location or not. But I'm, you know, I'm sure that that's something that they're taking into consideration as well too, right? You know, and even if you buy a ticket and you can't go, it's it's ten dollars, and the the money is supporting the TVA and and the event. Or is it eleven fifty? It's eleven fifty. Eleven fifty. That's right. Right? Yeah. Sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah. So good for everyone to know that that that's the price. But you know, eleven dollars and fifty cents for a plate full of treats pretty darn good yep and then how it works uh is that you you have a ticket and you redeem the ticket at one of the tables so there's different categories um i we haven't they haven't announced the categories yet i'm not yeah. sure which category i'm in or what the categories are but the you booze c- category yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe there's enough people that did that i don't know um boozy treats um that would be awesome but there there's also professional there's gluten-free there's usually like a raw category there's a savory category those are kind of the general things so then you pick the category that you want to sample you try it there's usually four or five treats on a plate and then you vote for the one that you like if there's not a boozy category i'm gonna make tequila chocolate chip cookies and you and i can go head to head to see who's the winner how about that fair enough that's great. All right, let's that's do great. it. There's actually there is uh, a cookbook that's here for sale at the resource center, and I think it's called like the Tipsy. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Tipsy Vegan, isn't the it? The Tipsy Vegan, yeah. And there's some great recipes in there. Cool. So, yeah. Awesome. So great. that's the that's yeah. the first spring event yeah. that we wanted and to a, talk and about. A good one and a big one for sure. So there are two events coming up next week, and uh, so with the the nicer weather coming. Uh, farm sanctuaries are going to start opening up again mm-hmm. for either public tours or for volunteering. So one uh, is with the Wishing Well Sanctuary, and they are opening up. They're in Bradford, I believe, and they have uh, their first spring tour coming up on March 12th, and they also have another one that looks like on March 25th as well. So 
this is fun. Have you been to this particular I have not been to this before? particular sanctuary. No, not as of yet. I would like to, I, you know, it's one of those things where I definitely want to get to. It is a lot of fun. Uh, I went before with a, a TVA group, and it's just great to see animals uh, being happy and yeah. uh, hearing their stories and hearing their personalities and seeing them. So that would be uh, the first place that I would suggest checking out. The other one is the Happily Ever, Est- uh, Happily Ever Esther Farm Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And this is the home of Esther the Wonder Pig. Um, Esther the Wonder Pig is a social media star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the uh, the dads of Esther the Wonder Pig are also a New York Times bestselling authors with their book, Esther the Wonder Pig, uh, which is also here for sale at the Resource Center at 17 Baldwin Street. Come upstairs. Uh, and they're going to have their very first volunteer workday of the year next Saturday, March 11th from 11 to 4. And you can check them out at happilyeverester.ca. So those are two things that you can do if you're thinking of uh, what to do with the family, either tour or working. Uh, and these are just two fa- uh, two farm sanctuaries that we saw had events coming up. But there are many others around the GTA that you could check out as well. So you can go to veg.ca for uh, event listings as well uh, or just look up farm sanctuaries in uh, Ontario. Yeah. Awesome. Great that those things are going on. You've had some uh, interesting experiences over the last little while, no? With uh, uh, Victoria's whole, well, not specifically with that one, but with Queen Mother and Social Gardener, no? Yes. So I've, uh, I guess my my weekly vegan vegan review, uh, I think that just being out and about and being a vegan, you just discover new places and new things. So one, I kind of wanted to give a shout out to the Queen Mother Cafe, which is on Queen Street. It's kind of between John and Simcoe. It's in that area. It's been there a very, very, very long time. Um, but I had to go for a work lunch with a couple of colleagues uh, and uh, someone that works outside of our organization. So they uh, they were asking me where to go that would be vegan friendly. And I'm just sick of all the restaurants kind of around me. And there's not a lot of options. Um, so I actually emailed the Queen Mother and I asked them about their menu and they wrote back uh, within a day, and then they gave me some information about some of the dishes because uh, I just wasn't sure how they were prepared. And they're uh, they're well known for their pad thai, and I know pad thai can be tricky for vegans because of fish sauce or oyster sauce. Yeah. So they wrote back and they said they don't use any fish sauce in their pad thai, and you can just order the veggie pad thai, which has tofu in it, and uh, they just take the egg out. So when I went to order it and I said, can I have the veggie pad thai without egg? And then they said, oh, the vegan pad thai. And I'm like, yes. So it was just great to hear the server saying the word vegan, like understanding, just kind of interpreting what I was saying. So uh, so it was great. And I was able to go and just relax about that. So um, so peace of mind, right? Yeah. So just, you know, um, not being afraid to contact a restaurant beforehand and asking questions because maybe you don't want to ask in the moment. You're a little shy about that. But also um, I find that because you're emailing them, it gives them time when they're not busy to respond to you. So it's not like a hurried answer or something. It's something that they can research for you. So, um, so yeah, shout out to the queen mother. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to shout out to uh, a store that's in Little India. It's at Gerard, just west of Coxwell. 
Um, and it's called Victoria Whole Foods. So it's a little tricky if you try and Google it because you'll get the Whole Foods for Victoria, B.C. Yeah. Um, so it is maybe a, a two or three listings down, but it does exist. It's called Victoria Whole Foods. It's fairly new. I feel like it's been around for maybe a year or so. I I saw it there bef- uh, uh, a few months ago, but just never had the opportunity to go in. And I, I did go in. It is uh, like a health food store, but it also has a lot of like beauty products and household cleaners. And so it's kind of like your standard, um, like kind of local, like health food store. Uh, But I walked in and the very first thing that kind of smacked me in the face was a huge line of Pacifica cosmetics and including Pacifica nail polish, which is 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I have not seen in a lot of places. So, And they didn't have a ton of colors. They had like four or five colors. But I was like, whoa, they have they have that, you know. And then um, they just had uh, – it was just really well-stocked and a lot of vegan cosmetics and uh, a lot of like um, – uh, body care products as well. Yeah. So, uh, so that was really great to see there, and just to know that it was uh, it's it's in the East End, so it was kind of local to me, and I could find that um, so easily. Um, and they were fully stocked with a lot of other vegan products as well, a lot of things that you would see at other stores like your Dayas and your Tofurkeys and whatnot. Um, I do uh, I do want to caution that there there is meat and cheese products. So if that bothers you, then don't go there. But if that doesn't bother you and you want to go and buy the vegan products from the store, then there's lots of options there if yep. you're in the East End. So that's Victoria Whole Foods cool. on Gerard Street. Um, and yes, and the Social Gardener is another place on Gerard Street. It's closer to Greenwood. It has been around for a couple of years as well. They've participated in the Vegalicious event yep. uh, that's put on by the, the TVA. And uh, so I've been a, f- a few times. Uh, this cafe is really, really great. It's very comfortable. They have big like um, communal tables. They have couches. They have like just comfortable seating. There's like lots of light. There's lots of space. There's lots of like artwork on the wall by like kids. There's um, uh, you can just tell that it's it's a place. It's a hub like that people come and meet, and they have delicious vegan food. Like I had a, a, a panini sandwich with their homemade kimchi and kale, their kale pesto and uh, avocado, uh, and then had a side salad, and it was just like like a massive plate of greens, like fresh greens, and they they're. Uh, a lot of their stuff is locally sourced. It's organic. They have a rooftop garden, so a lot of the rooftop garden gets mm-hmm. used in their their food. So they're just it's like high quality, uh, and it's actually quite affordable as well. And they are uh, they're a social enterprise. So they are they support the Riverdale Immigrant Women's Center. So if you're going there, you're you're um, supporting them, and they're philosophy is to improve the employment prospects of marginalized women. So uh, I was there and they were talking about their, and this is back to our spring guide. If you're starting to think about getting your garden ready, they have a thing called the Riverdale Hub Seed Swap. And this is on March 11th, uh, starting at 11 o'clock. And it's through the Toronto Seed Library which we didn't know there was a Toronto Seed no, Library. No, which is awesome that yeah. it exists, right? Yeah, so this is uh, this is coming up, and 
Gardeners are invited to bring seeds that they have saved from their garden and share tips and ideas with local gardeners. So you can go and swap sweet swap, swap seeds with people, which is yeah. hard to say. It is very hard to say, actually. <laughs> uh, and the seed library, just uh, the Toronto Seed Library, you can just Google it, and you can, and we'll also post it in our show notes. But they're um, they work like any other public library, and they are working to provide free and easy access to viable seeds for as many people as possible for growing their own organic food. Cool. I don't. I don't. I don't have the space to garden, yeah. but I don't know if you do. Well, so this, yeah, a tiny backyard uh, garden I think will be um, put up this year, and it's just uh, a matter of trying to decide what we're going to actually put in there. I think two years ago we we you know pretty green, no pun intended, in terms of having experience with regards to actually uh, planting stuff. So we overplanted essentially which led to zucchini chaos. So there was the zucchini plants essentially took over the entire garden. Um, so it didn't provide a lot of sunlight for the, uh, for the other um, things that we were trying to grow. So hopefully this year we have a little bit of a better idea in terms of how we should be planting this stuff and, and not to go too crazy with the zucchini. So, so that's kind of the, the plan. And again, it was just learning through trial and error and hopefully, uh, you know, during the summertime, we've got more things to uh, talk about with regards to how well the garden is growing. So that's kind of the plan. What did you do with all the zucchini? Well, so the zucchini, there wasn't much of a problem with, you know, eating the zucchini. That was certainly not a problem. So the zucchini tended to go into, um, you know, different things. Uh, if it was just a matter of, oh my gosh, we need to use up the zucchini, I tend to uh, juice it, which, you know, if you're out of cucumbers, zucchini is not a bad way to go as well too, right? It doesn't have quite the same But you can uh, still taste, you can you can freeze th- it. Oh yeah, still, for yeah. sure. For sure. So that was one thing that I ended up using. Um, zucchini noodles yes. as well too was a, yep. was a big thing. So uh, yeah, it was, it's good right now. Keep in mind, again, we're talking about a, a downtown home. So literally the garden is probably like I don't know, four feet by like eight feet sort of thing. So it's pretty, it's pretty small, right? So it's not like, uh, you know, (laughs) I'm throwing on the overalls and a straw hat and that sort of thing and being like, okay, I'll see you in a few hours because, (laughs) you know, I'm going to be out working the land or anything like that for an extended period of time. So, um, you know, just doing our best to, uh, to use that space as, as much as possible. Right. And I think that it's important, um, thing for us to at least uh, attempt to do just from an environmental perspective, right? Like it doesn't get much closer to home than say your own backyard, right? Yes. So if yep. you can do it, you know, I think it's a, a good step in the right direction, right? Well, so. if we have any gardeners out there listening and they have any tips for us, if they want to come on the show to talk about their yeah. garden, uh, feel free to email us tva at veg.ca or you can drop by the resource center where you're on Saturdays from one to four o'clock at yeah. 17 Baldwin Street. Cool. So another spring event that happens, uh, we have March break is coming up yes. for uh, for the, the people in the schools um, and you are going to Florida and I think people would be interested to know as a vegan um what what do you do to plan for florida like how are you going to um navigate that um well so i'm i'm going to be in sarasota which isn't exactly a metropolis like say miami right so um there's a couple of uh vegan places that i have seen through happy cow there's a lot on the veg friendly um side of things on happy cow as well too so i think that that will be helpful uh, truthfully, I think Happy Cow is a real gem with those kinds of things. So um, Happy Cow is a website that yes. is for people who are traveling, and it documents places in various cities around the world. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's it's a yeah, it's a great 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 resource. And uh, you know, I know it's been around for a while now, but it's incredible to me to see how much more is built up. I kind of remember when it first took off, and it was like, wow, this is so great. And you know, there'd be like two pins in Toronto or three pins in Toronto. It's like, wow, this is really incredible, right? And you just see how far it's come now. It's such a spectacular, incredible thing. So if you, you know, even if you're not traveling and you're like, well, I'm going to go to Toronto and I don't have a copy of the the uh, Toronto Vegetarian Association's uh, Vegetarian Directory, which is truthfully easy to find as well too. Happy Cow is nice because it's interactive um, online and you're able to kind of see, you know, exactly where you are and, and see a map with the things that are around you. Right. So it's great from that end of things. Uh, other stuff that I find that it's important to do regardless of where I'm traveling is just kind of have a bit of a meal plan in general. So I'm not big into the idea of eating three meals a day in restaurants. Like that to me is essentially kind of hell to be honest with you, just from, uh, you know, my own body's perspective, because my body's so used to eating, you know, predictable, healthy foods, right? And then when you go into restaurants, you can do your best to eat healthy, but you never know exactly what's going to, realistically, is going to come until it actually comes to your plate, right? Yeah, you don't know how much salt they're putting in, what they're cooking it in, etc. You you don't really, you know, unless you're doing like a whole heck of a lot of research, um, then you, you don't entirely know what is going to be transpiring. So my plan is to bake a big batch of granola and take that down with me um, and, and have that with me. If you're not as well prepared or if I run out of time, I've also located where there's a Whole Foods, which is fairly close by. So, you know, going to Whole Foods and finding vegan granola, there's, you know, there's probably like a half dozen different types of vegan granola at your most of the Whole Foods, right? So, so that's a good step. And then, you know, uh, picking up some stuff, uh, again, at a, at a grocery store, at a Whole Foods, even if you got just a small bar fridge, it should be easy enough to pick up lots of fresh produce, whether it's just bananas and apples and, um, you know, maybe a, a thing of uh, spinach salad and, uh, you know, a salad dressing and, you know, yeah, maybe like some hummus and things like that. You know, it's it's to me, it's a matter of ensuring that you're getting good nutritional meals and, um, you know, eating stuff that you like. And also, truthfully, saving some money as well, too. Because, you know, if you're eating out in restaurants three times a day, you're probably spending 50 bucks a day, right? That adds up really quick to me. So And breakfast is so easy because you could also oh pick gosh. up some nut milks yeah, or some, sure. um, like, coconut yogurt or for something sure. like that. Yeah. So, And then if you're just there for the week, yeah, you can just have a couple of those items. Yeah. Important, right? So I think that, you know, that's kind of the plan. And then... Um, Kind of related to veganism, but not entirely. I also like the idea of having a bit of an idea in terms of where my, you know, the connected lifestyle is going to be going on as well, too. So I'm looking up where there's a close by yoga studio and, you know, where would be a good spot for me to go running and stuff like that. Right. So all those all those little things which, um, you know, you want to take with you on the road. Uh, I think it's just a matter of doing a little bit of research beforehand. Mm-hmm. So. So that you feel good after your vacation. Yeah, of course. You don't feel like you've just overeaten and yeah, that's you know that's just totally not who I am, right? So yeah, I think that's an important part to uh, you know it's it's good to go on vacation and do things which are different, but the things which make you happy, you probably also want to take with you on vacation as well too, right? Great. So just just my thoughts on it. I I read something interesting. I'm sorry to go on, on run on here. You know, I read something written by a, a travel blogger at one point in time, not too long ago, suggesting that, you know, if you, you think you're going to go on vacation and do things which are 
drastically different than what you do in your everyday life, you're going to be surprised. So for instance, if you if you don't walk anywhere and you're you're very car dependent and you're very sedentary, what makes you think you're going to go on a 15-mile hike when you go on vacation? Right? right. Like it it just yeah. it, those types of things yeah. don't really jive, right? Like you're not you're not physically prepared for it. So how, how do you how do you do those types of things? Similarly, if you're used to eating healthy and then all of a sudden you're eating in restaurants and you're eating crap three times a day, your your body is going to just do the exact same thing, right? It's not prepared for that, so yeah. it's you're going to end up resenting it, right? So, anyways, just my two cents on the whole. No, it's really great information. Pieces, right? Yeah, so. yeah, and I think people kind of forget about that. So, well, we'll look forward to your post floor yeah. uh, recommendations yeah. as well. Anyway, so uh, you've been listening to Veg Out. We are a podcast and radio show heard on CJRU 1280 AM The Scope. And you can find us on iTunes. You can also find us on veg.ca. And you can always email feedback to the show, tva at veg.ca. And find out more information about us at veg.ca. And until next time, for John and me, Jeanette, veg out. And see you at the Bake Off.